Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents... Payne and Pendergast. All right, Payne and Pendergast into the 9 o'clock hour. Hey, quick reminder, we're going to be giving away Parker McCollum tickets sometime this hour. So be listening, four-pack of tickets to see uh, Houston's own Parker McCollum open up the rodeo in a few weeks over at NRG Stadium. All right, offensive coordinators. Um, okay, so Seth, you did a deep dive yesterday, finding names. Uh, I, I did. Uh, I, this is a problem. I don't know. I hesitate to say a deep dive just because when it comes to potential offensive coordinators, we might be looking at a pool of, of hundreds. Uh, there are a lot of bright people out there that could be the next great offensive coordinator. But some of the buzzworthy names, it's, it's the trouble, man. You start looking into it and you start thinking like, yeah. This guy could be the next Nick Sirianni, couldn't he? Never didn't call plays under Frank Reich, but still, you know, you knew he had what it took. And uh, and now look at now look at what they've done with Jalen Hurts. So uh, I it, it's it's intriguing. This is the thing with D'Amico. He's a defensive coach, so obviously that's the biggest hand wringing element is that in this offensive league, how do you how do you get consistency when all these offensive coordinators get plucked up? to be head coaches immediately. My my feeling is that the Kubiak-Shanahan tree and a lot of their concepts on offense have almost become like a franchise. So just like it's just like it's a safer business model to build a McDonald's than it is to build your own independent restaurant mm-hmm. because you got to figure out so much stuff on your own. Um, I would say go ahead and pluck somebody from Coop Shanistan. Which is what I will from now on call Coop Shanistan. Uh, yes, uh, Coop Shanistani coach is somebody that played in a or learned in a uh, Kubiak Shanahan system. I'm tired of saying oh, he's familiar with the Kubiak Shanahan system and tree. It is, it is a lot to say. It's a lot of words. Yeah, yeah. So Coop just Shanistan is a lot better. Coop Shanistan. I. Yeah. What are the stereotypes of a Coop Shanistani person? 
They don't have huge personalities. Okay. They feel like it's their job to put the players in the best position to succeed instead of just relying on the players to go out and whoop up on people. Yep. And because uh, there are, look, there are NFL offensive coordinators who pretty much think they're geniuses because they say, hey, fast guys, line up out there and get open. And then guy with the football, throw it to him hard. Right. Uh, the old uh, Jimmy's in the Joes over the X's and the O's, man. The Cam Cameron style of coaching (laughs) offensive football. Right. So the the, uh, a Kubshanistani coach is the exact opposite. You want to use scheme to make it easier for the quarterback to scheme guys open. The two biggest names I see from the Kubshanistan nation um, are Bobby Slowick, Mm -hmm. who is the offensive passing game coordinator with the 49ers. In 2021, he was the offensive passing game specialist. Uh, before that, he'd been an offensive assistant, but he's been in the league for about a decade. Um, and he's been a hot name. So uh, a Bobby Slowick type is uh, is somebody to keep an eye on. The guy who would be his counterpart with the Rams, I think, is Zach Robinson. Now, Zach Robinson is interviewing with the Ravens. He's He's been the quarterback's coach for the Rams for a few years now. He's interviewing the Ravens. People were wondering whether he was going to get the job with the Rams, but they went off and hired uh, old what's-his-face there, Kellen Moore, instead. Or no. no um, the Rams no, no, hired no, yeah. the other LaFleur. Yeah, yeah, LaFleur, Mike LaFleur. Mike LaFleur. Um, yeah, the Chargers hired. Chargers what's hired Moore, right. Yep. They, were, they were wondering if um, – yeah, so anyway. Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting one because I think with both those guys, D'Amico – uh, you know, obviously would have a familiarity with what they like to do or what they're going to want to do. And and honestly, if you look at what Kyle Shanahan has done with the defensive side of the ball there in San Francisco, they've been really good for the last four years on defense. He just keeps getting good coaches. And when Robert Sala leaves, he's got a D'Amico Ryans to take over for him. I think D'Amico needs to have the same philosophy. And if you keep guys from that same school, from McVay and Shanahan and all these other coaches in the league right now that are running a lot of these similar concepts, you've got a really big pool of guys that can come in and not have to change all the terminology and everything else for those for those players. Um, the Zach Robinson one is interesting. He, as you mentioned, um, quarterback's coach for the Rams – a previous quarterback coach for the Rams that went straight to head coaching, not just to OC, is the head coach that lost in the AFC title game on um, on uh, Sunday. Zach Taylor. Zach yeah. Taylor was a he was the quarterbacks coach before Zach yeah. Robinson. They like hiring guys with the name Zach to be their quarterbacks coach. I like I know. Zach uh, Zach with no K, right? It's just Z. He's a Zach with no K. Yeah, Zach Robinson or H. He can't afford an H or a K. Right. That's he grew up. He grew up humble and. Uh, I think the other good thing about him is that he's had to deal with ups and downs with with their quarterbacks. I guess the one downside would be, okay, um, what what did Jared Goff not provide for you that Detroit thinks they can get out of him up there? Mm-hmm. If I were Zach Robinson, my answer would be, um, guys, are we really going to sit here and crown Detroit for having a 500 season? Is this is this what we're doing now? Is that your standard? Is that, is that what we're trying to shoot for? Hell no. Jared Goff wasn't good enough. But you know who is? Bryce Young and or C.J. Stroud. Yes. But, but yes. God, no, not Anthony Richardson. So um, I, I think either of those guys would make a whole lot of sense. One of the hot names that wouldn't quite fit the Kube Shanistan tree 
um, or that prerequisite, except that. that people are very impressed by him. Yes, is Brian Johnson, the quarterbacks coach for Philadelphia? Okay, he's uh, he's somebody I had brought up back when when the season was still going on. I said, man, you know what? One of my no, it probably I probably said this when there were those reports late in the season that Jonathan Gannon could be the Texans' next head coach. Yeah. Um, my thought was Gannon comes here, he's the head coach, and he brings Johnson with him. And I said it on this show. He's the quarterback's coach in Philadelphia, but he's from the same high school Clint went to. He's from yeah. the long lineage of great quarterbacks to come out of Baytown Lee. Clint Sterner, Brian Johnson, those other guys that played quarterback at Baytown Lee. But um, he, he's thought to be an up-and-comer, and he's been, you know, he's he's got the rub from the whole Jalen Hurts rise to prominence going right, on. Right, right. And that's where if you if you think about where the NFL is going and what can you do with the RPOs, uh, you know, which is the Eagles offense is very much a Jalen Hurts offense, and they've done great things kind of using this. It's the next generation of the Chip Kelly offense. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a spread RPO offense. They're just using it very effectively, and they're getting the absolute most out of Jalen Hurts in a way that, the, you know, the last generation – of running athletic quarterbacks wasn't like coaches kind of got stymied at a point defenses adjusted and a lot of coaches didn't know what to do after that Greg Roman might be in that category yeah um whereas with Brian Johnson working with Sirianni up there and with Shane Steichen they seem to have unlocked a whole lot of you know obviously and then credit to Jalen Hurts as well I guess my biggest my biggest question there would be it's it's not really easy to find the Jalen Hurts equivalent in this draft, particularly for the Texans. If you take C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, those are not guys that you're going to want to run that same offense with. Um, so does that does that harm Brian Johnson? I mean, all the other parts about him as a coach, him as his the way he works with players and everything have been very. It's been very 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 good feedback. So that just comes down to I guess D'Amico having a conversation with him. The other reports too is that. Brian Johnson hasn't really entertained any of these other jobs until he finds out what Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, is going to do because he'd like to stay in Philadelphia if he can. And then he gets bumped up if Steichen gets a job, and now yeah. he's calling plays for a guy who's an MVP candidate, not trying yeah. to build from the ground up with a, a rookie quarterback. That, that was the thing about my initial plan of Gannon and Johnson coming here together that I always felt was kind of the hole in it was that, all right, well, I mean, if <laughs> – Steichen's a big candidate also. Johnson may just want to stick around and be with a team that's going 16-3. and three. <laughs> You know, like it's, yeah. it's kind yeah. of fun to win all those games. You mentioned Greg Roman's name, too. That's a name that fans, I'm sure, are very familiar with because he constructed the offense that won Lamar Jackson an MVP award. It's Greg Roman in the mix for you. Greg Roman was on the staff here back when you were a player back in the day, he right? Was, his first stint as a quarterback's coach was with David Carr. Okay. Well, so don't base that's it not on helping. David Carr's success. <laughs> <laughs> that was his very first stint. I'll tell you, that was one of those things in the NFL that you sometimes don't get or understand where Greg Roman had been like a quality control guy and I think an assistant tight ends coach, and all of a sudden he's in charge of the number one overall draft pick franchise quarterback Yep, is uh, a guy who had never coached quarterbacks before. Um, and uh, ultimately ended up, you know, be, being doing a very, very good job with Colin Kaepernick, Tyra Taylor for a little bit. 
and then Lamar Jackson. But I think the, the knock on Greg Roman and the question about him has always been, okay, he's been able to take some of these guys who are very athletic with big arms and really utilize their physical skills to the utmost, use their legs to set up shot plays with, uh, you know, with deep balls and all of that. But does he does he actually get them to the next level? Yeah. And that's why the Ravens decided to move on from him. I like the idea of Greg Roman perhaps as a run game coordinator. Okay. And I do think even if, if it's C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, I think there's still an element of, hey, let's bring in – you know, let, let's let's have the quarterback run be some part of this game, um, of this offense. You know, with Bryce Young, you'd have to be very, very careful with it. But, um, like, they don't have to be the best athletes in the world to still be a threat as a runner. And if you have some design stuff, that would help. And I think Greg Roman would bring something to the table. But I don't think he's necessarily who you want working with either of those two guys as, a, he would as, be, the, as, as the guy to bring them into NFL passerdom. He would be somebody, Seth, that if they were to hire him as an offensive coordinator – might be a tell as to what they're thinking about this quarterback class in some ways. Am I over? Yeah. Am I overstating that? Because I feel like when Greg Roman gets brought up, I think I don't think of Stroud or Young. To your point, I think of Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, the other, right. the next two quarterbacks yeah. who probably fit physically and talent wise, skill wise, more what a Greg Roman offense might look like. And, and that just makes me want to go back to taking somebody from Kubshanistan. Kubshanistan, yes, yeah, because. I, like, am I really going to hire an offensive coordinator based on this quarterback that I have right now? And then, okay, what happens if this offensive yeah. coordinator gets plucked or if we go on to a different quarterback? I, I love I love the idea of just the franchise restaurant offensive system where you can – if you get trained at one McDonald's, you can go and be the manager at another McDonald's pretty easily because they're, uh, because everything's the same for the most part. And and that's where I veer away from that. That's where that's a knock against Brian Johnson um, on me right now. Is that nothing to do with Brian Johnson himself? It's just that it's he's not necessarily from the scheme that I want to borrow from. Okay, let me throw a wild card at you. Who you and I talked about during the break? It's yeah. it's probably the most familiar name. Definitely the most familiar name out of all the ones we just talked about. It's a name that John McClain has brought up as a possibility, uh, depending on what the head coach wants to do. He was just. Fired as a head coach in Arizona, and to our knowledge, he's sitting in a hammock in Thailand somewhere right now. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. Who knows what he's doing in Thailand right now? What is it? What time is it over there? Is it like 12 hours difference? Is it like 10, what, what, what time is it? Um, what so yeah, is it Yeah, yeah Google, Google what time it is so we know what Cliff Kingsbury is So we doing. know if he might be listening. It's 10.13 p.m. right now. Oh, so he probably just hit the club, or is that a little early for him? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do the pr- kids go out to the clubs these days? I don't know, but I just watched the movie I've... Swingers this past week, and I know that's the late yeah. 90s, but the kids who are in that Hollywood scene, which Kingsbury probably is, they yeah. like to brag about how they go to like little house parties at 10 and 11, and then they really don't go to the bars till like 12.30 or 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So he's probably just getting ready right now. Entirely. He's probably just waking up. Maybe. Maybe. So... Yeah, this notion that somehow Cliff Kingsbury is a good offensive coordinator in the NFL has, is, it needs to die immediately uh, because he's not. Um, that, that was a, a, a simplistic, primitive offense they were running out there in Arizona. Um, it was maybe a notch above what you might run in college, but not anything that's going to fool NFL defenses. And uh, certainly 
not be the best thing for a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young. So hell no, hell, hell, hell no, never, ever, ever, ever should Cliff Kingsbury be the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans um, until he until he decides to actually buckle down and learn something about the NFL. Yeah, I <laughs> okay, two things. One, we don't even know if Cliff Kingsbury is a good football coach. Like he yeah. he – he was he wasn't a good football coach at Texas Tech. He had Patrick Mahomes on his team, and he finished sub five hundred. Um, he got Patrick Mahomes drafted outside the top ten. Exactly, exactly. Um, he he wasn't good at Arizona, uh, and I, you know, like I I'd have to go back and look at the offenses he coordinated at the collegiate level. I, you know, it's a, it was well, good. No, they scored a lot of points. The defenses were just always atrocious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they were they were. He, that's why people have the the problem with the air raid. The, a lot of these air raid coaches is that they think that they're, like, brilliant offensive minds or something. But then when you talk to the actual quarterbacks that play at these schools, they're like, ah, they pretty much just – they line everybody up, and then you throw to the really fast guys. That's pretty much what – and then if you screw up, they say, oh, you should have done it that way. It's not freaking rocket science. No. So, no, he's not – Pat Mahomes – like, Pat Mahomes' offensive knowledge compared to Sean Watson and some of the other – uh, guys coming out that year was just so elementary and basic that Mahomes basically had to like take remedial football classes to get up to the level of guys like Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um, and it's because that's it, it, Cliff Kingsbury is not an offensive genius. He's not. Just the, everybody stop it with that nonsense. My God. Second thing is I've heard I've heard folks say McLean being chief among them that. Well, when D'Amico gets hired or any of these coordinators who've never been a head coach, it'll make sense for them to have a, a former head coach on their staff to give them advice, and they can, you know, they, they can use them as a consigliere and go to them for their thoughts on things. I don't want that person. I know that if D'Amico were to hire Cliff Kingsbury, that wouldn't be the case. But can you imagine if, like, if that was the driving reason for getting Cliff Kingsbury on the staff? Well, I feel like I needed somebody with some head coaching experience that I could bounce things off of. You know, things like, can you imagine going to Cliff Kingsbury, like if you're D'Amico Ryans and you're looking for advice on how to put your first slew of training camp practices together, to Cliff Kingsbury, noted noted country club practicer? Cliff's Cliff's advice would be, um, I noticed here on the schedule that you guys are still at the facility at 11.30 (laughs) a.m.? I mean, yes. hi, Grandpa. I mean, what the hell? Yes. What are we? Are we fighting World War II here? Are we? Are we trying to create the nuclear bomb? What the hell's going on? <laughs> what do you think this is, Kubshanistan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at DVOA, where Arizona hasn't been above thirteenth in DVOA. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, in the last I don't know if he's a good years. football coach. Yeah. People, you should get Cliff. Oh, his offenses are exciting. He's a really good offensive coach. Based on what? <laughs> Based on what? All right. Yeah, honestly, if D'Amico came in and – like if D'Amico had come in and told that told Casario that his plan was to go out and get Cliff Kingsbury as the offensive coordinator, that would have been the end of the interview. Yeah, I think it should have been. been. Yeah, yeah. it should have been. been like, hey, what's your plan for defense? Well, I got a list. Here's Cliff Kingsbury. Right. I'd be like, all right, um, gosh, you know what? We've got, uh, we've got, we've got to go get cheese steaks for lunch. So why don't you uh, get back on the flight home? <laughs> and then D'Amico goes, "Have you been to Lefties? Oh, now you're really done yeah. with the interview. Okay, now we're really done. Now, now I'm going to tell you the truth. You're not a candidate for the job anymore." All right, um, be listening. A little later on this hour, Parker McCollum tickets, a four-pack of them we're going to be giving away. Um, up next, a little Astros talk. Michael Brantley, Michael Brantley, uh, Mark Berman caught up with Michael Brantley down at Reggie Jackson's uh, charity golf event down in Florida. 
And Brantley, who's a key player for the Astros in the upcoming season and a key signing uh, this offseason, uh, gave an update on where he is in his injury rehab process. Will he be ready for opening day? We'll hear from Michael Brantley next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.